The NBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Tennessee, Virginia, Arizona, Louisiana, and now New York. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $10, and get $200 in free bets. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app. We're also brought to you by Manscaped, the leaders in below-the-belt grooming. Use promo code SGP at Manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping. We're also brought to you by Stable Duel. Stable Duel is a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as $15,000 with one entry. Head over to StableDuel.com to get started today. And of course, make sure you download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. Yes, sir. Welcome in. Welcome in to the NBA Gambling Podcast. I'm your host, Terrell from Virginia. You know, it's Thursday. You know who it is. It's me. It's my man, Scott. We got him over here. And Scott, I, I got I to say this first because uh, I don't even – and it's so crazy. It is just so wild how much the Knicks really just ruined my day. Like literally complete – I can't even celebrate my win. I'm because I'm starting talking about the fucking Knicks because it's really ridiculous. Just to recap for everybody, just to recap so everybody knows why I'm not touting right now and how the Knicks literally ruined this podcast for me. So, yesterday, Moonoff and I did the Wednesday show. We gave you the picks. If you tell the picks, congratulations, because guess what? Moon off his lock of Raptors money line cashed his dog of no, no, we're not even going to start there. We're not even going to start there. No, go to me. Go to me. My lock bulls minus five cash. Not worried. My dog Pistons plus 12 and a half Pistons money line, 600 money line. A plus 600 money line, cash, never sweated, never in doubt. For everybody who said it's time to leave the Boston Celtics alone, no, because this is exactly why I said I don't bet on them. It's not that they don't have the potential to go out there and cover games. It's because of games like this. It's games that the Boston Celtics should absolutely go in there and win, that they just nerf up and lose, and that's the time that when I bet on them, they choose to do that. So guess what? Now the Boston Celtics are an auto fade for me because I can never trust them. And here it is. There is no reason the Celtics should have lost this game. The Pistons suck. The Pistons suck. And literally everything I said before the game happened, except, you know, Marvin Bagley. Sorry to the guy that took Marvin Bagley. I apologize. But everything else happened. Cade had a good game. Sadiq Bey had a good game. Jeremy Grant had a good game. They win by one. Plus 600 money line caches. I can't even be excited because we get to Moonaw's picks. And Moonaw picks the Raptors as his lock. Cash. The Nets plus four as his dog. And you know what? I'm not even mad. I'm not even mad that he took them because I picked the Nets plus four. So I'm not mad. But it's how the Nets won. It is how the Nets won. 
the Nets won that game outright, plus 150 on the money line. So you went 4-0 if you picked 6-0 if you took the spread on the dogs. You went 6-0 if you played our plays yesterday, and you cashed a plus 600 money line. Congratulations. I can't even be happy because the New York Knicks, for the third time, gave up a 20-point lead to lose the game in Madison Square Garden. Not only did they give up a 20-point lead, they gave 28 points. They were up 28 points and lost to the Brooklyn Nets, who did not have Kevin Durant, traded James Harden, Kyrie Irving could not play because they were still in the state of New York. And you're telling me that you were up by 28. The Knicks are fucking trash. They are terrible. That is a bad basketball team. That is a bad basketball organization. And I can, now we're getting back. We're getting back to the time where I just have to completely stop anything Knicks related. I'm not even going to get after this rant. I am not going to give them the time of day because at some point that's going to put money back in their their pockets. And I'm not supporting terrible basketball. That is terrible basketball. Cam Thomas went out there and had 16 in the fourth quarter. 16. And then gave you a dagger at the end to win the game. It's literally ridiculous. It's terrible basketball. Tibbs is not a good coach. I don't know what the hell the front office is doing. And the, the, the disgust of how this team – one, I wasn't even too, too high. I was happy for this team made the playoffs last year. I was not too, too high on this team even last year. Even last year I had concerns. But this drop-off from then to now is disgusting. Literally disgusting. 28 points. 28 points. Everybody but R.J. Barrett can go. Everybody. I like Grimes. Grimes can stay. Everybody can go. I don't care. Everybody can go. Every single person. Get rid of the entire roster. Get rid of the entire team. Matter of fact, move them out of Madison Square Garden. We don't even deserve basketball games in Madison Square Garden anymore. If it's not the Big East tournament, I don't want to see it in there. Let St. John's play there 24-7. Jesus Christ, man. It is terrible. It is terrible how you can be such a bad basketball team. And then you're not even, you don't even have the worst record in the league, but you were the worst team in the league. It doesn't matter. Even when the Knicks win games, they're still the worst team in the league. It's really ridiculous. I just can't even fathom to explain how this happens. Three times, three times in the past week, three times. Two terrible teams. This Brooklyn's Nets squad right now, as who is playing, is terrible. Andre Drummond, some reason Andre Drummond hates the Knicks. He puts up 14 and 14 in his sleep against the Knicks every single time. It's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous that they are so bad, that they are so trash. I just, no. So don't talk to me about the Knicks anymore. I'll handicap them. Don't talk. I'm not wasting any injury, any point anymore on the New York Knicks because that is bad basketball. Just understand that. That is bad basketball. 28 points. So the way I look at it, I had a great time watching that game. Uh, you know, you got to put some respect on a summer league co-MVP Cam Thomas. That's what you got to do because that guy can ball out a little bit. But – uh, I don't really have much more to add. 
Uh, I wasn't sure if you were going to start with a rant or if I was going to have to provoke you into one, but it's the Knicks, so I kind of figured you'd do it on your own, and you did. Uh, yeah, good win for the Nets. Uh, not really much more to add there. Uh, definitely seems like the team is actually happier, just morale-wise, without Harden. So I don't know if he was a team cancer or not, but it seems like the players are actually getting along, which is something you haven't seen in a while. I guess the one question I'll have for you, do you think Thibodeau's done? I don't know how this man still has a job. I don't know how we're into the next day. And you st- – no, three in, three in a week span. It's three in about a month. It's, it's three in uh, – no, three in two weeks. They've blown it's three 20-plus point leads in two weeks. That's ridiculous. It's absolutely – and then we're not going to talk about – we're not even going to get into the road trip, the West Coast road trip, where they were up in every single game and lost. Where at some point they were winning every single game. It may not have been to the tune of 20-something points, but they were winning every single game, and they had every single game in the driver's seat to go get a big win and lost everyone except the Warriors. It's also to the Trailblazers. That Trailblazers one was bad. It was even worse for me because I had Julius Randle double-double mixed with the Knicks money line in that game, and he had a double-double at halftime. But I actually hit a 20-to-1 parlay in, in the game last night. I had a Halliburton double-double with the Pacers winning. And I had Seth Curry, 18-plus points, and Brooklyn winning. And that paid out about 20, 20 to 1 or so. So I had a nice win on that. But, oh, boy. The, the Knicks are uh, they're a mess. They're the laughing stock. The yeah. laughing stock of the NBA. I'm shocked Spike Lee still goes to all the games. Why? Why would you push yourself through that? It does, it, I, oh, my gosh. Before at you least, explode. At least – yeah. At least when the Knicks were complete dog shit terrible, complete dog shit terrible, you had zero expectations. They, there, there was no 20, 20 plus point leads that they could blow because they were already getting killed. You had zero expectations. You were going in there expecting to get blown out that night, and then nine times out of ten, it probably happened. You were up 28 points. 28 points. At home. And you lost at home. To a team who is without their first, second, and third leading scorer. Patty Mills also went two for 13. So it wasn't like he did anything. Didn't do anything. It's ridiculous, man. It's terrible basketball. It's yeah, terrible basketball. Just to spare you, until we can move on, I'll end it on uh, one note. Bing bong. That's ridiculous. <laughs> we, can, we can move on after that. No, oh my gosh. It's so bad. Just to recap. Again, so everybody knows how I'm not even going around parading, saying how good of a day I had. Because not only did Munaf hit his lock, and for some way, by an act of God, Munaf hit his dog by them coming back from 28 points down. But I hit my lock. I hit my dog. A plus 600 money line. And I'm not even sitting here giving you the villain rail speech, telling you how it's really scary out here. I'm not doing anything. Because the Knicks ruined, literally ruined the rest of my week with that loss. And now I have to rehabilitate and try to get myself together for All-Star because the Knicks just made me hate basketball. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. I've never, ever, ever, ever been upset about a bet that I've won. I won. I had the Nets plus the points. Never been upset about that. But 28 points down is ridiculous. <sighs> and I went, yeah. I went eight, two, and one. ATS yesterday. Eight, two, and one. Not even touting. 
because Analyst, the Knicks are so on the, on the tally site, you mean? Yeah, on tally site. Eight to one, was it eight to one? I think it was like eight to one, something like that. Because it was yeah, it was eleven games. Eight to one, one. Ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. We kind of had a similar night in different ways where I hit virtually everything except for the play I gave out on YouTube, which was the Jazz, who somehow blew a 12-point lead to a team with no Anthony Davis. It was LeBron and a bunch of role players, and the Jazz fell apart. So that was how I ended my night on a bitter note, but I won everything else. So, yeah, I know what you mean. It's been a, it was a bit of a bittersweet day in a way where we both made a decent amount of money. But, like, there's one lasting negative piece that kind of overshadows the rest. You know what I mean? Just. Yeah. Huh. Appreciate everybody. Appreciate all the nice words and everything. I'm sorry that I didn't give you the full touts. And maybe I will feel better on Monday. And when I come back on Monday and we recap everything that happened All-Star Weekend, I will give us the official Villain Rail tout and victory lap that we all deserve because the Knicks are not going to take this from us. It is delayed, but it is not done. So they're not going to take this from us. The victory lap is coming. It's just not coming right now because the Knicks just play such bad basketball. All right. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, Louisiana, and New York. I just don't even – I don't even want to read this because I don't even want to talk about anything New York. You hear the but words fine. New York and you just get – Yes, and it's, it's triggering. It's literally triggering. But, however, you know, Bill's got to get paid. So, yes, WinBet is in New York. And if I were you, I'd just fade the Knicks for the rest of the season. you probably make money. We're bringing the excitement of win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. From boosted parlay, boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Be on the lookout for WinBet Win Hour each Thursday from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. During WinBet Win Hour, marquee games of the week will have better odds on WinBet, giving you a larger payout opportunity. More money for the same bet. Why would you not do that? Why not? Sign up today and receive a special offer. Bet $10, win $200. Download Bet Win. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com to start winning today. Offer subject to change, terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where play through the WinBet app is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. All right. Everyone, please, can I get a round of applause? Can I get a round of applause? Thank you. Yes. Here we go. Because today I'm excited to announce that Manscaped has launched their ultra premium collection. Believe it or not, for your not-so-private parts, I'm talking about a leveled-up hygiene routine with your favorite manly sense. This is all-in-one skin and hair kit for men. Everyday man covers you from head to toe, literally. Manscaped is trusted below the waist. Now, trust them with the rest. Join 400, four, not 400, 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping. Use code SGP. Look, I told y'all about my Manscaped story before that, you know, before I had used Manscaped, before I even tried out Manscaped, that, you know, I was out there, I was using Nair, trying all this other stuff, like trying to figure out what what is going on, what is going on. So, 
I just want you to know the ball wipes amazing. By the way, when like they they literally have wipes for your balls and absolutely amazing. Just a, a it's a great smell and it's crazy because you don't realize like how much you like it until you get it and you start be using it all the time. I'm like, oh wow, like this is great. Like this just smells great and I feel like I'm gonna get a compliment on this at some point. However, we all know how essential that Manscaped Lawnmower 4.0 is for precise below the belt waist trimming. Their advanced skin safe technology reduces cuts to the most delicate areas, but now you can enhance your gr- perfect grooming routine with their ultra premium collection. This package includes Manscaped premium deodorant. No, not for your balls, for them stanky ass armpits. This deodorant dries clear, is aluminum free, and smells like their signature scent. So you got the same smell going all over from down low to up high too. Hydrating body moisturizer have tattoos or issues with dry skin. You know, I got, you know, it'd be, it'd be ashy down there. I ain't going to hold you. I'd be ashy, but look, it's designed to keep your skin feeling clean, smooth, and fresh body wash to lather you up with their infused aloe vera and sea salt shower gel. Two in one shampoo and conditioner to clean your scalp in one easy step. Plus a free gift a three-pack set of lip balm that is made up of ingredients such as vitamin E, peppermint, and eucalyptus oil to keep those chappers feeling moist because, mm, I'm over, see, look, I'm licking my lips now. I need to go ahead and put my order in right now. I'm licking my lips now as I'm reading this. That's four products and a gift inside the Ultra Premium Collection. What a score. All the products are cruelty-free, paraben-free, vegan-friendly, and dye-free. The best ingredients with zero compromise. I recommend using the products in this order. Hop in the shower, a little scrub dub dub, you know, get all get all your manly parts, all that. Do that with the Manscaped body wash, lather your hair up, you know, two-in-one shampoo and conditioner, get that going, put it in there, let that sit a little bit, rinse that out for sure. Dry off, spray on the hydrating body moisturizer to reinvigorate dry skin. Hey, put the Manscaped deodorant on. Look. I'm so tired of when I just be out in public and I just be sitting and I just be walking and it just be funk. And I'm like, what did you do? Because it's times where I'll smell that and it'd be like 8 a.m. And I'm like, what did you do? The, the sun just came up. How are you musty already? Please put the deodorant on people. Then pop that Manscaped lip balm on. No one's out here kissing chapped up lips for sure. I need to go. Matter of fact, where am I joint at now? I need to figure out what mine's at right now all right getting dressed after is optional because you know you can just you, you can you can be out in the free and wear a great scent all day long get that ultra premium collection hot off the shelves get 20 percent off plus free shipping with the code sgp at manscaped.com that's 20 percent off plus free shipping with the code sgp at manscaped.com the power of attraction is now in a bottle thanks to manscaped all right scott I'm just, whoo, man, that was a, I, I was sitting on that for so long because, you know, my day starts. So I literally woke up to that. I woke up to that. And then I had to, like, normally I'll wait and I'll wait to catch the games. I had to go back and watch. Like when I got, when I got to my desk, I literally pulled it up on my computer and I was working and I was watching and it, it made it worse than just hearing about it. Watching the downfall happen. It's literally disgusting. It sucks. 10 out of 10. Do not recommend. Just don't go watch that game again. Well, 
I mean, if you're a Nets fan. No, no, because you wouldn't even want to watch that game if you're a Nets fan. Because how the hell did you go down 28 points to the Knicks? You don't even want to watch that as a Nets fan. Like, watch watch just second a, half. Oh, it's just ridiculous. Oh, whatever. All right. And then I couldn't even be excited when I was watching them get the lead because I knew what was going to happen. So I'm just like, how the hell did this – like, how did you let this happen? This team is such bad. It was terrible basketball. Some of the worst – I really wasted a good portion of my morning trying to figure out how the hell the Knicks gave up a 20-point lead. I should just let it be that. It just be like, they did it, whatever. You know what? Never again. Okay. Let's actually get into the slate because I went going and we haven't even talked a single game of basketball for the night. Oh, man. All right. Tipping off at 7 p.m. Eastern, we have the Miami Heat traveling to the Queen City. Shout out to the foe, 704. Charlotte, North Carolina plays Charlotte Hornets. The Heat are laying four and a half points. This line opened at four. 226 and a half on the total. Opened up at 226. Scott, what am I, what am I doing here? What am I doing here? Why am I not just taking the team that is well was tied for first place and now trying to get first place again back before the all-star break i'm sorry you said you mean first place is in the one seed in the eastern conference yes in the eastern conference yes Uh, because you never trust miami on the road yeah yeah it's a good reason i mean the truth is charlotte's just been playing terribly so even though i do acknowledge that you've had issues with miami laying points on the road for a while They've played twice this season. Miami's won by 15-plus both times. Charlotte is an absolute free fall right now, which I can't say I'm fully surprised with because they've been a streaky team all season long. Jimmy Butler's questionable, but realistically he's questionable every night and he seems to find a way to play. But I can't take Charlotte. I, I just can't do it. I mean, they've lost eight of nine. They're playing terrible basketball. Miami can actually guard somebody. Charlotte can't. And Adebayo should destroy Mason Plumley on the inside. I'm going Miami. Whether or not you want to fade Miami on the road, that's up to you. But based on the current form of these teams and how the head-to-heads have gone, Miami should be favored by a lot more than four and a half. That line doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it really doesn't. They should be favored by more. And that possibly that's because they're going ahead and saying that Jimmy might be out for this one and he actually might not play. I mean, I would yeah. be surprised. He talks it out all the time, though. He's one of the guys who is seems to be always hurt, but he's actually willing to play through injuries, unlike most guys in the link. Would you agree with that? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the Miami Heat are possibly – the Miami Heat and the Memphis Grizzlies, just off the top of my head, are the two teams in the league that I honestly don't care who goes out and plays for them any given night because no matter how many injuries they have, they just find ways to win games. I think the Suns Memphis, are added in there. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, but the Suns just win games regardless. Like, they were they missing games for regardless. like three weeks of whatever. Nobody even noticed. Yeah, to be honest. But uh, the Suns just win games regardless. Like, so, yeah. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, that's fair. Okay, so the Suns are in there. So, Suns, Miami Heat, Grizzlies. Everybody else, for the most part, when they have people missing, there is some type of drop-off. These three teams is absolutely no drop-off at all whatsoever, and that's really impressive. I do have an issue of – taking Miami here I have an issue of Miami winning four straight road games well five straight road games they won five straight road games I do think that this is a spot that means a lot more for Charlotte because of the last time they played and how embarrassing embarrassing they ended up losing that game where they got outscored 
35 to eight in the third quarter and ended up getting killed and ran out their own gym. That is absolutely embarrassing. And now you have a chance to play one of the top seeds in the East with the opportunity to get to 500 before all-star break. I'm not going to discredit the mental, you know, the mental toughness and what the coach is probably saying in that locker room of, Hey, you know, this is the opportunity. We're going to be at 500 by the all-star break and we're going to make a run in the second half of the season. He obviously says something good to them because outside of that Miami Heat game, they do pretty good when they come out of the locker room for the second half. So I don't think that Charlotte is down and out just yet. This game is probably going to be the factor for me. I'm really more willing to go contrarian as we go into All-Star. So this is a little bit of a contrarian view for me. So I am going a little contrarian here. But ultimately, I do think that this Charlotte team is still talented. I think they still have, you know, a great offense that is able to score on all three levels of the game. The defense is suspect. It can pop It can pop up and show up some nights. But as of recently, it's just been letting teams do whatever. I think this is the opportunity for them to get up for this game, for them to go take a Miami Heat team who thinks that, you know, they're going to cruise. They're going to cruise into the All-Star break. They just beat the shit out of this team a couple of weeks ago. And now they're going to cruise into the All-Star break, knock them out, and then head up to Cleveland. This is the opportunity for them, one, to break that road streak that the Heat is going on where I just feel comfortable fading the Heat on the road. And as a favorite, fading them as a favorite on the road, I won't fade them as a dog on the road. They just do amazing. But this just feels like a spot where nobody is betting Charlotte. I don't know why anybody would bet Charlotte. I'm making a hard case myself to even take Charlotte. But this just feels, in my gut, this feels like the contrarian angle. And I don't think that Charlotte is necessarily that bad. They're playing bad basketball right now, but I know it's an incredible amount of talent on this team. And truly and honestly and truly, I think they can go toe-to-toe with anybody in the Eastern Conference offensively. So I'm willing to take Charlotte in here. I'll, lay, I'll take the four-and-a-half points. It sounds like you're on Miami, laying four and a half. I mean, everything checks to Miami, and the truth is, even if you like Charlotte in this game, four and a half sounds way too few. Because at first glance, with the current form and the head-to-head and the fact that Miami's won each of its last four road games by at least 15 points, Mm -hmm. Miami should be laying seven. Yeah. Like, they really should be. So if you want to take Charlotte, I feel like you're getting a bit hosed because I feel like you should be getting more points. You really should. And ultimately, that's and that's a little bit why I feel like because this really should be a larger line, and I that just, just kind of smells to me. And a half. Like it's, yeah, yeah. Especially if Jimmy plays. If it plays, it's definitely going up. So I'm willing to see where I'm pretty sure all the money is on Miami, and the line already ticked up half a point from four to four and a half. So I'm willing to see how high this line can get before I hop in on Charlotte. But I feel very, very comfortable with. You know, Charlotte pulling an upset tonight, especially going into All-Star, and I feel like there's just going to be more room for upsets. They just had that incredible run of favorites that went on for mm-hmm. what felt like forever, and now I feel like, you know, there's more opportunity for these dogs to come in here and get wins. So, all right, any uh, thoughts on the total? We just got to go over, right? I'm actually torn on this one because the first couple of games between – uh, Miami and Charlotte have actually been a bit on the lower scoring end. You mm. had 104 to 86 and 114 to 99. This is where I'm actually going contrarian. I like the under because I think if Miami's going to win, I think and cover, I think they'll put the clamps down. So this is my contrarian play. You're going contrarian on the side. 
I just yeah. think Miami is going to play the game at their pace, and I think they'll mm-hmm. just force it into a half court. Yeah, I'm on the over. I think Charlotte – that's the only way Charlotte's in this game if they're able to score a whole bunch of I think it's correlated. That's, that, that's, yeah. that's why I like Miami in the under. You like Charlotte yeah. in the over because you're not picking Charlotte to stop anybody. Absolutely not. So, uh, fun fact, I'm seeing about 91% of money on the under, but that line ticked up half a point. A little bit of reverse line movement there, but I really don't. So, in the NFL, reverse line movement is God to me. And mm-hmm. if I see that, I'm instantly on that side. In the NBA, I'm not really too – quick to fall into reverse line movement because it, anything happens in the NBA in the NFL. I'm like, Nope, that's the side I'm playing. And nine times out of time, nine times out of 10, that side wins in the NBA. I'm not as hesitant because there can be a team with 99% of money. And in the NFL, that team is going to lose and books are going to clean house in the NBA. They don't really care. So many games, they get their money back other ways. So not that, that is one angle that, yes, there is some reverse line move there. I'm not saying that that's why I'm on the over. I'm really more on the over because I think Charlotte's just going to keep up in this game. All right. <sighs> the next game. The Washington Wizards are traveling to Brooklyn to play the Brooklyn Nets. Surging Brooklyn Nets. Brooklyn Nets. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, all right. This is ridiculous. <laughs> Are you serious right now? Okay, this lot opened up at three. Brooklyn is now favored by five. <laughs> have you watched? Have you actually watched the Wizards play since they made the trades? No, they're really bad. I watched them play yesterday because I had yeah, money they're... on Halliburton double double. I actually had a pretty substantial play on it. I actually sat through a Wizards game, which is something that Wizards fans can't even say about themselves for the last couple no, of weeks. No, yeah, they are absolutely atrocious. Yeah, Kuzma, it's, it's, bad. it's terrible. Kuzma's actually really good, but the rest of the team is completely useless. Indiana sucks, and they trailed the entire game. Yep. Like, I understand that people are buying high on the Nets after that win. They're 2-0 and since the trade, uh, since their guys actually played with Curry and Draymond. Uh, not Draymond, Drummond. But I do think that this is a spot where the Nets just lost to this team with Kyrie, now they're going back home. Both teams should be exhausted because they both played pretty close games yesterday. The Nets did have the luxury of really using the bench unit for the majority of that run. So the starters should actually be somewhat rested yeah. for this game. Well, quote-unquote starters. Yeah, that quote-unquote, you know, uh, G League players on half the other <laughs> Yeah. Still, starters technically. I do kind of like the Nets in this spot. But I really don't know how I can take them now after there's been about a two-point line move. I feel like at this point, it's either Wizards or Pass. I I can't. I I miss too much value on the Nets. You expect me to pick this Nets G League squad to win by six-plus points? I can't take that. This team's terrible at home anyway. It's it's Wizards or Pass for me. You? Nets win by four. This comes in the middle. Nets yeah, win by four. I see that. I, I, I can't. This this Washington team is terrible. I'm not going to sit here and say this Washington team is going to win, but I am absolutely not fading a team that just the previous night. What what? How far is how far is that? Like 30 minutes? 30-minute drive? Uh, give or take, yeah. Yeah. 30 minutes down the road, won 28, 28 points down, won the game, and there is no way – Absolutely no way they didn't go out last night. Absolutely I, no I would have turned up. Would you? I would still be in the club right now. 
mm-hmm. I would still be in a club right now. So <laughs> there's no way. There's no way I'm backing I'm backing this team like that. Absolutely not. At least the at least Washington, when they got to Brooklyn, they went to the hotels and probably went to sleep. Brooklyn was out partying until a good portion of the a good portion of the night was over. I'm just saying Cam Thomas is twenty years old. I'm sure forty different people no bought him a drink. Way. That's what I'm saying. No way. I'm sure forty yeah. people oh, bought Cam Thomas a drink. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, he's he's definitely feeling that. And he's not oh yeah, he's definitely feeling that. Ooh, remember when I was twenty. I had like that was a long time ago. I really think I'm the youngest person. In I was allegedly 23 when I was 20. So, you know, <laughs> you, can, you can read it between the lines on that one. <laughs> oh, we, oh, man. Yeah, no, I'm only 26. But, well, no, I'm not 26 yet. I'm 26 next week on the 23rd. Huh. I have one ID that says I'm 24. You can read the rest. <laughs> All right. Um, where are we at? I like the under in the Nets game. Yeah. And Ever since that. they made the trade, they've really slowed the pace down. And I do think mm-hmm. that – see, the thing is, you can say, well, the Knicks play slow too. Sacramento is one of the fastest-paced teams in the league. Mm-hmm. And that game flew under. They only gave mm-hmm. up 85, embarrassing by Sacramento. But still, is with Drummond and under? with Curry and with everything, they, they love the half court now. I got to yeah. like the under. Yeah, no, no, I'm I'm 100% with you there. Not No issues for me with that one. All right, moving on, we have the Dallas Mavericks going to Mardi Gras, New Orleans. Played New Orleans Pelicans. The Mavericks are laying two and a half points against the Pelicans on the road. Total sitting at 213. Let's see. Let's see if we got an injury because neither one of these teams played yesterday. I don't think. Let's see. We got an injury report. Oh, guess what? Zion's not playing. <laughs> Matter of fact, so let's just go ahead and talk about it. Zion needs a second surgery on his foot. Well, okay. Let me be politically correct. Zion may require a second surgery on his foot. Wait. Let me be even more politically correct. Zion, aka Greg Oden, requires a second surgery on his foot. It's a damn shame. I, I just <laughs> – he doesn't want to be there. I'm almost positive that this is all bullshit. He doesn't want to be there. <laughs> I, don't I, think, I don't think it's all bullshit. I think the weight stuff might have been like kind of like how Barkley tried to gain like 20 pounds so the Sixers wouldn't draft him a while back, like kind of a similar <laughs> thing there. But, no, I, I can't assume that this like stuff is a fugazi. You're looking at a situation where he's a unicorn. He's a 300-pound guy who has, like, a 40-inch vertical. Like, his, his legs can't hold up on that. And that was the issue that people but had coming into the league, and he held it he's together. 20, he's 21, 22 years old. Well, how old was Odin? Well, okay, but... That's what I, he had the same I, that's situation. What, yeah, but I, like I'm saying, I just don't think... What's Porzingis? This, this, we have so much... We have so much to... Not, no, Porzingis is just a bum. But what is he? He's like 24? <laughs> he's seven feet tall? He's whatever. Like, you have these athletes that are extremely tall who are extremely okay. athletic, and their legs just can't handle it. I, I guess I'll buy that. I don't, college couldn't even handle it. I guess I buy that. I just don't... I have... I just find it so hard to believe. Because at least Porzingis put some years in the league. Odin, I can believe because technology wasn't there, all that, da 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 He probably, you know, if he was probably playing in today's NBA, he could have got something. He got absolutely nothing. He could have got something. But Porzingis had something. Zion has had nothing. Nothing. A what year did he and play a half. last year? He played like 40-something, 50-something games? If that? If that? 
He was an all-star. He was, he was so damn good last year. But but I'm saying he played he played that in the first half of the season, made all-star, and then we never saw him again. Uh, he played exactly 61 games last year. 61 games. Okay. So that's the one. What's that? The one season? Because yeah, before much. that, yeah. So that's the one season, and then he played half a season. Yeah. All right. It's a shame, um, but the, the, that's the thing. Do I think that he's going to stay healthy pretty much ever? No. I hope I'm wrong. Never. But. Never. I, I, I do. I do. I really do because, oh, I'm almost positive the Knicks are going to go trade for him. I'm almost positive that's going to happen at some point. If you're New Orleans, do you, do you move on? I don't yes, know if you can give what, him an That was the purpose of getting CJ. That's the purpose of getting CJ. The purpose of getting CJ was so that you can move on and not sit here and say that you're going into complete tank mode again. Sure, this now New you Orleans have CJ. Also New Orleans also traded the first-round pick for Devontae Graham and let Lonzo Ball walk, so I don't trust anything the front office is doing. Yeah, I don't, so. I don't trust anything that they got going going on in New Orleans. Do you? No, 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 I don't. But I will say that CJ makes sense if you say that, all right, we're going to move on from Zion and we're not going into complete tank mode again. Or we're you have one of the still try to build this roster. Time. Huh? Or you have one of the weakest big threes of all time. Yes, no. But I don't know. They, you got to move on. You have to move on from. Them. All right. Um, where am I at? Dallas Mavericks. Uh, Frank is questionable with left ankle sor- soreness. Bullock's the Burt main question is, mark because. Yeah, really. Yeah, really. He's and Tim, and Tim Hardaway still has the broken the hip. Yeah, he's still out. Theo Pinson is out, if that matters to anybody. But as long as the Theo Pinson is on the bench, yeah, as long as he's on the bench, that's good enough for me. Like, you don't have to be in as long as you're on the bench. Let's see. Marquise Chris is out, if that matters to anybody. Trey Burke is out. Well, he's questionable. No, Trey Burke is questionable with his shoulder. Okay. What are we doing here? The line opened up at two. It's now sitting at two and a half. I actually like New Orleans. I, I feel like it's a spot where even though Dallas, of course, has been the much better team this season – New Orleans has been, I'd say, meh since they got McCollum. I mean, they burned me when I took Toronto the other night, and Toronto no-showed the damn game. But New Orleans at home has been better. Dallas, of course, I still think it's the better team, but I don't know. I, I think New Orleans is still kind of being adjusted to by the markets, and I do think that they've played three times already. New Orleans won the last meeting by 16 on the road. But since they're familiar with each other, and since I think New Orleans might be mispriced, I'm going to take the Pelicans at home. I think the line is decent. Dallas is pretty good on the road. For one game over, so they're a lot better at home than on the road. Dallas? Yeah, they're 14 and 13 on the road, but they're 34 and 24 overall. They're nine over at home, they're one over. I have 15 and 12. ATS? Uh, not ATS, you, just regular, straight up. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, ATS. Oh, well, I guess regular probably does mean a little bit more here. But ATS, I got them at 15 and 12. So, it's, you know, it's decent and solid, which, which is okay with me. Um, And they just got came off a really good win against the Miami Heat. I really, I really don't want to think. I just want to take the better team in this one. Mm-hmm. And this could be, you know, this could be wrong. Maybe I was supposed to go contrarian here and, you know, take the better team between the Miami Heat and the Hornets. But I'm just going to take the better team in this one. I still – there's still so many questions about the defensive effort for the Pelicans 
Well, I brought that up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah that's what I'm saying. That's why I'm bringing it up because you brought it up. and now you're... So there's so many questions with that. And the fact is how the Mavericks have constructed this roster currently. They put a lot of shooting and a lot of scoring around Luka Doncic where if those guys get hot, this can be very, very ugly very, very quickly. You know, you have so many people. Davis Bertans came out in the, against the Miami Heat and went four for eight, three for seven from three with 12 points. You know, you got three threes from Kleber. And uh, who was the other person? Yeah, Finney Smith gave you five for nine from the field, four for seven from three. Like, it's a lot of outside shooting. And I really, really do want Reggie Bullock to be playing in this game because I do think that he is going to be an X factor in this game just to add another an extra level of, of shooting out there around those guys. And because defending. if they just – huh? And defending on the wings because you need yeah. somebody on Brandon Ingram. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah, no, there's nobody here. I will take all the Brandon Ingram's props. There's nobody on this Mavericks team that can slow Brandon Ingram down at all. So, with all that being said, I actually don't hate how this Mavericks roster is constructed. It, it, uh, it solely has one purpose in mind, and the fact that Jason Kidd has gotten this team to lock in defensively just makes it so much better because now they don't have to go out here and – try to get purely defensive players people that are not purely deep like not normally defensive players are locking in defensively and actually making something happen and I'm not really willing to fade that against the New Orleans Pelicans who just are absent of defense whatsoever mm -hmm. completely absent so this could be this could be ugly I really think this line should be larger and it's kind of making it kind of makes me not want to touch the Mavericks at all but I'm just going to trust my gut, and I'm going to trust the better team and the better defense, and I'm going to take the Mavericks on the road late two and a half. Yeah, I'm just taking uh, – I'm just feel like it's a good spot to take at least one dog. But at the yeah. end of the day, New Orleans still has Ingram. They have McCollum. They have uh, they have Valanciunas. Can Dallas guard any of those three guys? I'm not sure if they can. Nah. That's, that's nah. why I'm taking New Orleans because I just think that at the end of the day, so, they, but New the thing is, a lot of firepower. But the thing is, we say that, but there's a bunch of teams in the league that Dallas can't guard anybody on their roster. But you would look at it and you wouldn't think they could. But at the end of the day, they're playing very good defense. So there's something that's yeah. working there. Now, individually, Brandon Ingram is the person where I'm like, there's no – like he's, one, he's slowly, slowly, slowly. And I've been watching this year by year, and he's slowly getting there. And he's getting to the point where he's unguardable. Mm -hmm. And he's almost at that point where I'm going to say he's one of those few players in the league that I can truly say are unguardable. Joel B unguardable. Kevin Durant, unguardable. Carl Anthony Towns, unguardable. He's getting there. He's getting to a level of those guys. And even though all those guys may not be, when you sit there and you talk about the best players in the league or you talk about the players that, you know, NBA 75 team or whatever, but – those guys, their cat is unguardable. I don't care what nobody says. Cat is unguardable. There's nothing you can do to stop him when he wants to go get a bucket. It's just whether he wants to go do it or not. There's nothing you can do to slow him down. And I think that Brandon Ingram is approaching that list of where he may not ever be considered one of the best in the league, but he for damn sure is unguardable. I'm just looking at a spot where if I'm making a case for New Orleans, I think they have three guys that could be matchup problems for this for Dallas. That's kind of my argument. Yeah, absolutely. So, all right. Any thoughts on total here? What was it, 213? Uh, if I'm taking New Orleans, I'm not taking the under. Yeah, very much so. I can't. 
we can't. I, it's kind of similar to what I don't we have it, about for the I'm Miami gonna, Charlotte game. Yeah, it is. It is, and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna touch it for that pure reason because I can see New Orleans keeping up in the game, but Dallas still going out and being able to put up more points because New Orleans is just so bad. Like this could be a 120 to 100 game, and Dallas still got the blowout that I'm looking at, and New Orleans put up points. And this can also go where New Orleans doesn't even crack 100. So I'm not really. I'm not really touching the total here on this one. If anything, I'm probably taking Dallas's team total. Whatever that is, I'm just going to take Dallas's team total. <laughs> but, you know, I'm not the totals guy. You and Munaf know a lot more about totals than I do. I'm slowly getting there, though. Slowly. It wasn't a matter of knowing. It was a matter of me stating that I think that backcourt with Graham and McCollum is going to be one of the worst defensive backcourts in the league. <laughs> I mean, that's really all I said. And so I got to be on Jalen Brunson here, too. I got to be on Jalen Brunson. I think Jalen Brunson has a good game. All right, moving on. Next game, we have the game on TNT. The Philadelphia 76ers on the road taking on the defending champions in the Milwaukee Bucks. The Bucks are laying six. This line is open at six. It's still at six. I find this game the hardest game to pick on the entire card because Philly just got humiliated on national television. They lost by 48 points at home. And it seems like it's such a great spot for the coaching staff and for the players to have that wake-up call or they just yep. got run out of their own building. Now they're facing off against Milwaukee. And, you know, everybody's going to love Milwaukee in this spot because Philly yep. got embarrassed. Milwaukee has Giannis, who dropped 50 the other night against Portland. Yep. And against Philly, against uh, Indiana, I mean. And yet, I'm actually going to go with Philly. Yeah, 100%. I'm, I, it wasn't no doubt in my mind to take Philly. I'm expecting a nice bounce back effort following a public humiliation. That's my only real logic on that. You, you have anything you want to add? I mean, it kind of feels like the close your eyes special in the NFL. It it kind of feels like that. And, you know, just take the dog, just take Mm -hmm. the dog the next game because there's no doubt in my mind, whatever happens tonight, and I'll put any amount of money on it whatsoever. There's no doubt in my mind that this team is not going to go 28% from the field and 25% from three. That's not going to happen. It's not. So, with I know Milwaukee is rolling, somewhat rolling. And, you know, Giannis just had the 50-point outing, and they got the win against the Pacers. Pacers. Didn't cover. Yeah, that, and that's what I'm saying. That they he put he put up 50 points for a win against the Pacers. He shouldn't have had to do that. That's that's my point in this. So everybody's so impressed by a 50 point outing. You should really be asking yourself, why did Giannis have to put up 50 points for them to get the win against the Pacers? Because if he didn't get it, they were going to lose. By the way, if he didn't have that outing, they were going to lose. So it just I I cannot get behind Milwaukee's bench. I really can't. That's really portionally of it. I just can't get behind. Does Philly bench. have a bench? No, they don't. And so that's where I'm like, this line should be closer because neither one of these teams are without a bench, and most and both of these teams are going to be relying on their starters to get majority of the scoring done. And at this point, Joel B is just so dominant that I can I can sit here and say with confidence that Joel B can go out here and get thirty or forty points in his sleep against against them. I because think I don't think that 40 against them too. So I think they're just going to yeah. battle it out. That's what I see. Yeah. And so 
if he gets any type of contribution from anybody else around him, then it, it it's going to be slow. I think it's going to be slow for Milwaukee. It really is. If he gets any type of contribution, it is really going to be slow for them. Tobias Harris has to show up, of course, and, you know, Danny Green has to not play, like, complete shit. Tyrese Maxey is somebody that I really like, and I was really disappointed in his outing last time because I really, really do like Tyrese Maxey, especially when they are devoid of scoring options like they are right now. Tyrese Maxey really does step into that role really nicely. I think he can have a very, very good game tonight. I think the biggest matchup or the most underrated matchup is going to be Tybal on Middleton because we're talking about Milwaukee and how they don't really have much scoring depth, especially off the bench. But Giannis had to go for 50. And Holiday is not really a big scorer per means. He's more of a facilitator. If Middleton has an off night in any given game, Milwaukee's got problems. And I think Tyler can make his life miserable. That's the issue. But that's the issue with Drew because Drew is frequently having off nights. Yeah. Drew will frequently have off nights. Well, he's not aggressive enough. And so so with Drew and Middleton not being out there and the lack of this bench – and I'm, this is all pure speculation. This is pure handicapping of the game. But if I'm sitting here and I'm telling you that I don't think Drew Holiday is going to have a good game and I don't think Chris Milton is going to have a good game, who else is there that's going to help Giannis? Yes, I do actually think Bobby Portis is going to have a good game. I was going to say Bobby Drum Portis, question mark. That was all I had. No, no, but yet it's literally only Bobby Portis. And I'm not really – it's not really anybody else. And because – Joe Embiid's not going to give the effort defensively. And he's really not going to give the effort defensively because he knows he needs to put up 30, 40 points today to not get blown out like they just did in Philly against Boston. So I'm, I'm on Philly here. And I feel very confident about taking Philly here. And this also just feels like a perfect angle of them getting a well-definitely-needed win going into the All-Star break. Everything yeah. here tells me to take Philly. I understand why everybody agrees and thinks that Milwaukee should steamroll. Milwaukee should steamroll this game. Milwaukee should embarrass Philly. Milwaukee should look like they are one of the best teams in the league right not tonight because Philly just traded away two guys and got nothing in returns thus far because James Harden hasn't played. <laughs> so they absolutely, absolutely should steamroll this game. But knowing Milwaukee and knowing that the impact that – Bible can have, whether it's Middleton, whether it's Holiday, it should really be Middleton because I think Holiday will take himself out the game. It's going to be Giannis versus Embiid, and then it's going to be a supporting cast versus a supporting cast. And I will put my money on the supporting cast of the 76ers for this game. Yeah, my logic's more just actual spot for me. Philly just got humiliated. I think it's a good spot for them emotionally and mentally to come out focused for this game, or at least more focused than Milwaukee should be. But I'm definitely less confident than you are because I'm really just not sure how good Philly actually is, either with Harden or without Harden. Because but we've always been, we've always disagreed on, you know, if Philly. I've always thought Philly was a pretty decent to good basketball squad, and you, the other way. I think Philly's okay. I really think they're going to underachieve in the second half, but that's a separate point. That's mostly involving when Harden comes back. But we both like Philly for same reason, different reason, whatever. I don't want to lay this with Milwaukee. Yep. All right. Uh, total, total sitting at 224, very, you know, in the middle. I don't know. I don't know what I would do with this. I have no damn idea. I, I guess I, I'm I going blindly over because I just think that Giannis and Embiid are potentially both going for 40. So I guess yeah. I'd look for the over. I, I, don't, I have no damn idea, man. 
<laughs> yeah, me. I, I really don't. I mean, Milwaukee gave a bunch of points to Indiana. I know Indiana plays up tempo with Halliburton now, but defensively, they have not been as dialed in as you'd like. And with Philly, defensively, they gave up 135 to Boston. And I get they didn't shoot the ball well and whatever. But Boston's not a great offensive team. Like, 135 is concerning. I'm going to look at an over, but it's really a flip the coin on the total. I, no chance I play the total. All right. Moving on. The Houston Rockets are traveling to L.A. to play the Los Angeles Clippers where – you got to be fucking kidding me. <laughs> I'm not going to spend much time, honestly. I feel like we just – Me neither. This is really wild. All right. The Los Angeles Clippers are – this line opened up at 10. It's now sitting at 10 and a half. I'm not even going to lie. I'm looking around. I see some 11s out here. The Los Angeles Clippers are laying 10 and a half, 11 points. I'm taking the Clippers. 29 and a half on the total. You're taking the Clippers. I'm, I'm not going to waste any time here. You got Houston on the back-to-back. Clippers have been playing extremely well. You're looking at how the Clippers have played recently. They lost to Phoenix in a war on a back-to-back. They gave a hell of an effort there. They beat Dallas on the road. Game before that, they lost to Dallas because Doncic at 50, and they still hung in there. And they beat Golden State by 15 at home. Houston gave Phoenix a run for its money yesterday, despite being shorthanded. So they're on a back-to-back. They've given up 135-plus points in two of the last three games. I'm taking the Clippers, because when push comes to shove, the Clippers can get some stops, and Houston cannot. I think the Clippers are going to roll. I don't care. I don't care. I'm not playing... 11, 10 and a half. Oh, I get it. I think this might be your underdog special if you want to make a shot on Houston getting, what, five to one, six to one? But. Uh, Yeah, and I wouldn't be mad at it. Definitely wouldn't be mad at taking a sprinkle on Houston here. I am not laying this many points with the Clippers. Absolutely not. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. So. I'm doing it on Give me Houston. Because Houston, at the end of the day, Houston, and there are some old uh, dinosaurs on that Houston roster, but most important, Houston is a young roster. They gave a really strong effort against the Suns yesterday. I'm just going to bank on them carrying that momentum into the Clippers and not getting run out the fucking gym. I think I'm not expecting them. So that's why yeah. we're disagreeing on this. Yeah. I, I've seen this Houston team can just put shots up, and I'm not, I'm not laying this amount of points with the Clippers. I do not trust the Clippers that much. No, not to lay this many points. They have turned the corner. They have made some trades. They have gotten better. Ty Lue is coaching the fuck out of this team. I saw a tweet that said that Ty Lue is making lemonade out of oranges. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and he's, if the, if the Clippers were able to turn this around to the tune of getting to a four seed or a five seed, then he, they would probably be, he would probably be consideration for coach of the year, but. He'd be a finalist, but let's be real. Monty Williams is walking away with this damn thing. Yeah, whatever. JB Bakerstaff. All right. I'm being, I'm being honest. I mean, Monty Williams is minus 200 now. Like, it, 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 hey. it's in motion. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I, I'm, I'm, still, I'm still riding with Bickerstaff. If they, if they finish, you know, if that Cleveland team, minus Colin Sexton, they finish top four, even top three, like, it, I, know, it, I know it just feels like Monty's going to get scrubbed again. And Bickerstaff would be a pretty it's, – it's going to be a pretty decent reason of why he's getting scrubbed again, so – We'll see. Four, I got a 41 ticket on it saying that Bickerstaff's going to get it. Oh, yeah, we're on uh, – he's on Clippers. I'm on Rockets, just so y'all know. We're not going to really talk about that too much more. That I'm just fading the Clippers, and he's just fading the Rockets. Very Pretty much. But, yeah, I still got a 41 ticket on 
JB Bickerstaff to win. And while I am concerned because Monty is doing the damn thing this year, they were really good last year. They were really good last year. Like, is there a point where Monty is going to start getting the Bill Belichick treatment? Because they were really, really good last year. Like, and people be giving Chris Paul this credit too. I, I just feel like everybody discredits Monty. And it is enough for me to sit here and to continue to ride this 40 to 1 GB Bickerstaff ticket. However, if you are scared that JB Bickerstaff is not going to win, then you can take that ticket over to Prop Swap. Prop Swap, where America buys and sells sports bets. The Bengals defied the odds this season by reaching the Super Bowl, but Cincinnati betters fell one game short. Unless you were one of the smart bettors who sold on Prop Swap. Prop Swappers made huge profits last week when they sold their Bengals Super Bowl ticket. Like Tim from Ohio, who sold his $100 40-to-1 Bengals ticket for $1,500 on Prop Swap. PropSwap has thousands of buyers across the country, so you'll always find the best odds and collect the most money for your bets. Hurry and download the free PropSwap app today. PropSwap has fan-status features like filtering listed tickets based on the best value, a free activity fee to stay in the know with all the big sales and red-hot tickets for sale, a loyalty rewards program that turns your ticket sales into extra bonus cash and a first deposit cash match. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit and PropSwap will match your deposit up to $500. Down, join the real sports bettors on PropSwap where America buys and sells sports bets. There are enough things to, there are never enough things to gamble on. And one sport that runs 365 days a year is horse racing. Best part is now there is a new way to play the ponies, especially if you're brand new to the sport. Check out Stable Duel, a, fantasy, a daily fantasy style app where you can play free and pay games for real cash prizes. Pick your horses, build your stable, and play against others to move up the leaderboard. You can win as much as $15,000 with one entry. Just one. Don't know anything about horses? Don't worry. I don't either, but the app gives you clear data on horses to select, to build your stable, to get the best strategy, and the app is free to download at StableDuel.com. Multiple games are offered each day with free games weekly at tracks all over the United States. Get in the app, create your account, and start building your stables today. Invite your friends to play, play against you, to play against you, or hey, Come play against us. Come play against us in our stables. You find my stable, and you're probably going to win because I don't know what I'm doing, even when I be reading stuff. I be sitting there like, uh, okay, I like that, I like that, I like that, and I'll put my horses together, and then at some point, I'm just going to pick horses that just based off name. That's what I do. I like to pick horses based off name. Like, there was a horse that was named the Knicks, and guess what? Unlike the real New York Knicks, they actually won. That horse actually won something. It was crazy. I didn't. I faded that horse because it was named the Knicks. The Knicks don't win anything, so why would the Knicks win anything in horse racing? Apparently, that's the only place the Knicks are good, in horse racing. And guess what? Guess where I found that all out? At StableDuel.com. Download now, StableDuel at StableDuel.com, and see how many winners you can pick in your stable. See you in a winner's circle. Play, race, win. This GPA app is now live in the App Store and Google Play Store. It gives you easy access to all our picks and podcasts. So don't forget to toss us an app review and download SGP and app today. All right, let's get into our lock and dog for this short slate. Scott, which game are you locking up? So for the lock, I actually had a couple that I was torn between. But I'm going to go with the Nets and Wizards under because I think that total is too high. 
Nets have just been playing a lot slower ever since they made the move. We know Drummond isn't exactly known to run the floor that well, and he's playing about 20 minutes per. But in two games, you had the Nets giving up 85 to Sacramento, and they gave up 106 to the Knicks. However, they gave up 38 points in the first quarter, then gave up 27 in the second, then 22 and 19 in the third quarter and fourth quarter. So the Nets defensively have been playing well lately. And with both teams on a back-to-back with competitive games the previous night, I think fatigue should play a factor. I see a grind. I see a rock fight. I'll take the under. All right. Bang your lock. You mean my dog? Oh, yeah, your dog. Your dog. Uh, so for my dog, oh, boy. I really am kind of torn on this one, but I'm going to go with New Orleans. I yeah. feel like this line is short, but – I do think it's short in a trappy way. And New Orleans offensively has three guys that should give Dallas's defense some problems. I'll take a shot in the dark with New Orleans at home. All right. For my lock, I'm going to lock up Philly plus six. I think that this line is just too high. I think there's a little bit of inflation in Philly losing how badly they did to Boston. And I ultimately, I think that it's going to be Giannis and only Giannis for that team. And if I can get anything else from anybody else in Philly, then this line is going to definitely be a lot closer. I think this should probably be like two, minus two, maybe minus three for Milwaukee. Six, I feel like I'm getting a lot of value on there, so I'll go ahead and lock that up. For my dog, I like a lot of dogs, honestly. I can go big gusto again with Houston. I can go Washington, fade that. Washington's really bad. So, ultimately, I'm going to go back to where we started the day, and I'm going to take the Charlotte Hornets on the money line. I think that this is just a – I think this is just a spot that you can fade one of the top teams. And Charlotte, I truly do think, can compete with any team in the Eastern Conference on any given night. Do they always do that? Absolutely not. Do they look really bad right now? They really do. It's a home dog before the All-Star break. Miami, historically, they've been doing really well this season, but historically Miami is just not good laying points on the road. And they've won five straight. I'm willing to fade that. So give me the Hornets to spoil Miami's road streak, spoil the party, and go into the All-Star break at 500 exactly. All right. We got through that somewhat quickly. (laughs) Uh, Majority of faults in me and the disgust that is – you know, that team that plays in Madison Square Garden. Scott, what do you have to tell people before we get up out of here? Uh, so you can find me on Twitter at Show Radio, R-E-I-C-H-E-O Radio. Uh, if you didn't catch that, then you can catch it again because Ter- uh, Terrell and I have to do another episode after this. So we're going to be going through it again. Uh, but looking forward to being on two episodes today. Plus a reminder, we do have the bonus episode this weekend for the NBA Gambling Podcast. I'm looking forward to that. And I'm doing a bunch of editing. Same old, same old. Yep, yep. So, as Scott alluded to, we are about to quickly record an extra episode for you guys. We're going to look into the next part of the season, so make sure y'all head over and check that out. You guys know where to find me at, really real, underscore, underscore, Instagram, and Twitter. I promise you the victory lap is only delayed. It will come. It's just not coming right now. I'm not in the mood because the Knicks fucking suck. And so, you'll be able to see us. Hey, remember, we're so I know we told you all, and I'll mention this in the next episode as well, I know we told you all that we were ending the jersey sale yesterday. So yesterday was the last day. We're going to extend that 
we're going to extend that. Let's go ahead and extend it to Friday. So you now have until Friday to go ahead and submit a review. Just submit a review, tag us on and screenshot, tag us on Twitter, and you'll be entered for the chance to win a jersey of your choice. That contest is still going on, people. So remember, please, that contest is still going on. Submit a review, and you can get in there. Tag us, and you can have a chance to win a jersey. Plus 600 money line, we had to extend it for one more day. Had to. So you still have today. Go ahead. Go out there. If you haven't done it yet, leave us a review. App Store, Google Play Store, wherever you leave reviews, screenshot it and send it to us on Twitter at SGPNMBA, and we will add you to that contest. All right, everybody, let's go ahead and get up out of here. It's been, I don't know how many weeks, and I really haven't put too much thought of this. I really don't know how. Everybody has something clever to say. Really haven't figured out what I'm going to do with it. So I'm just going to end the podcast like this. We're out. Basketball, give me, give me, give me the ball because I'm going to...